We've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. One, two, three, listen. You gotta have a like the why, and we know our why. So you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Yep. Millions and millions of people have done this already. You can get help, you can get a roadmap, you can save a lot of time, money, and frustration. Welcome to the Value Add Podcast with K and K. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I've got Jason Cassidy with Compass Real Estate. What's up, brother? How are you today? What's happening, man? How are you? I'm doing good. We're here. Um, here. So how Jason and I met, um, shocker, we met through Instagram. We did. So well, we met in person at Coffee Bean. Yes, but we met online yes. on Instagram. So if you guys aren't using Instagram, you're an idiot. So. Yeah, you're way behind if you're not using Instagram. Um, Jesus. But how I saw you is, um, so I live in Savita. We talked about that, and um, I saw an ad come up on my stories. Instagram you had stories. the Savita sign. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So your stuff's working, and then I, uh, what I always do, I looked you up and noticed you got you're just like had a following, and then you're helping agents and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Tell me um, a little bit about yourself, how you got into real estate, and kind of how it's going right now. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, and so, yeah, you saw my Savita pre-roll or my IG story, yeah. which is awesome. I just yeah. yesterday shot my YouTube pre-roll for February and my IG stories for February Sick. and just ran out my February ads. My name's Jason. Uh, I work here in San Diego. I have a team at uh, Compass Real Estate, a team of seven now, um, which is growing. You know, Congrats. It's awesome. Yeah, I started out in the business in my sixth year, so I've been in the business five years. This is my sixth year. Um what else? Uh, been we just joined up with Compass in August, so I've worked. I worked at a couple family brokerages, indie brokerages, for the first five years of my career, and then in August we got acquired in by Compass, which seems to be happening a lot more now. They're growing, and we're growing. You know, they're which crazy. is crazy. They're like all awesome. over the place. All over the place. So, um, yeah, it was just a good move, and uh, now we're just uh, you know making it happen, helping clients buy and sell real estate all over the county. Um, how long have you been at Compass currently? Since August, so uh, I guess yeah, right. It's February, so five months. Okay, whatever. It how, is, how, months, how is it? Like one of those things. Like every, you know, it's, sure, it's a new company. It's all great. Like there are some cons to it. You know, we're growing extremely fast, which is uh, huge, and it's a pro. But we're also growing extremely fast, which is a little bit of a growing pain. So you know, yep. on the back end and stuff, hiring more agents than than you know, transaction coordinators and team members and stuff like that. But I mean, if that's our only problem, that's a good problem to have. Yeah. Um, so it's been amazing so far. Everybody's great. Um, you know, the support that we get as agents is is next level. I've never worked at a national brokerage before, so maybe okay. I was thinking like maybe this is how all nationals are. Maybe this is how Remax Cold Banker is. But from what I've heard, it's it's not. This is just something different. Um, Do you think it helps your business having that brand now? Totally. Totally. And we've talked about this once before at our meeting. It's not necessarily, people work with people, right? They don't yeah. care about the brand behind us necessarily. Exactly. 99% of the time, they really don't care. Um, how it helps us as a, as a team or me specifically is that I now have a national network of other agents that I can reach out to. I think I was telling you that one of the first things I did when I joined Compass is I went to Agents of Compass, the, the hashtag we have for Instagram, and I DM'd hundreds of agents across the country and i was like hey mark in boise it's jason in san diego nice to meet you cool baseball picture i'm a giants fan it looks like you're a brewers fan whatever whatever it is Had a giants, giants fan. are you from the bay there for two years. Nice. There, you go. there we go. There you go. Um, so, you know, I was like, basically, that's something that I couldn't have done with my family brokerage here in San Diego. And so, because we have the Compass Connection, I was able to make all these agent relationships, which has led to a couple listing appointments already that I would have never had. Oh, because they might have somebody here Correct. or there. San, ah, San Diego is a desirable geez, place. Smart. People move here or people move smart from here. Smart man. And people come here. And so, instead of, uh, you know, referring to 
you know, another compass agent, if I was at my family, they now refer to me because I've reached out and made relationships with them. Yeah. It's time with my company too. It's, it's amazing. Cause you have people all over there super successful yep. and they're in another market. So they're like, I'll tell you whatever. Cause I'm not doing anything there. So I'll give you all my secrets and everything away. So it's kind of nice. Yeah. And especially cause you guys seem obviously you're like on the forefront with the marketing and compass. Cause obviously they're moving and grooving. Thanks, so they're man. spending yeah. like money on marketing and every average. You, they're just like all over. Yeah. Big so, time. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know the, if every Everybody in the listens to this podcast or anything like that knows what Compass is. Basically, it's our seventh yeah, year. Me. We're a newer business, uh, newer company. We're already the number three uh, real estate brokerage nationally by volume Sheesh. in six years, which is nuts. Um, a little bit of backstory: uh, Compass has raised over a billion dollars in uh, seed money, okay. and so they're attacking real estate a little bit like a tech company, which is different. You know, a coal banker, Keller Williams—they don't raise money necessarily; they're all franchised out or whatever. Yeah. Compass is an individual owner, you know, it's a board or whatever, but Mm -hmm. they raised tech money over a billion dollars worth. So that allowed them to go into the top 20 markets and try to acquire the best teams by sometimes you just classify just throwing money around, you know what I mean? Throwing clout, not just by signing bonuses, but also by like supporting those top agents with a ton of marketing support. Like um, here in San Diego, we just sponsored the Padres this year. So we're going to have the Padres uh, Premier Club is going to be the Compass Club this year. That's something that's attracting top agents because they want to be at the company that has those marketing dollars that other companies just can't do. And so so they're just like literally like coming in and just – being attention whores and just be better to know it. It's true though. Yeah. But now everybody's starting to know who Compass is. Correct. So, so they're just like a huge mega, like, boom, Compass like a was not in San Diego one year ago. So we just had our one year anniversary party on Thursday, last Thursday. And one year ago, they weren't in camp uh, in San agents, Diego. No. Four, over 400. Four. And by volume, we're number like six in San Diego. Sotheby's is by far number one in San Diego. But they're like number nineteen, like nationally, Pacific Southerlies. Um, we're number eight in San Diego, but number three nationally because San Diego is a small fry as compared to where we are in the nation. Oh, for sure. You know, I think we because we started in New York, we we, we took over Chicago, so yeah, like we we just got to San Diego. So I think you're going to see that a lot more even this year. We're going to jump way up the leaderboard. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I know you mentioned you have a team. Mm-hmm. So can, do you have a team for you? Do you have people under you? Can you tell, like, you know, just tell me how that is, how it works yeah, for you for and sure. all that? And that's somewhat of a new thing. So I have a team of seven. Um, so we just added our seventh person today. Um, she's, she's joining the team out. And so um, it's my assistant, who's also an agent, okay. um, and then six more agents. And so basically, and then with Compass, we have a transaction coordinator built in with Compass. So I didn't need to hire that person. And generally by now, I would have hired a, a marketing person. With Compass, they offer marketing support too. So I have a marketing assistant and a transaction coordinator in my brokerage. So I didn't need to hire that that person nice. to my Are team. they here in San Diego? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, they're in Carmel Valley. So each, each market center, each city has their own staff of transaction coordinators and marketing support. Um, which is another benefit to having, you know, the brokerage behind you. Not to say that you can't get that elsewhere, but, you know, you have to hire that person. And that person's already baked in to, you know, to our split or whatever it is. Um, and so I've been able to bring in my assistant and then, and now six agents, um, which is awesome. Is, um, how, are you, how are you getting people to come over? Oh, it's all organic. I haven't I haven't put out one ad. Is it from you like people seeing you online you think or yeah, following you? Probably, or? yeah. Okay. So the first two hires were at my brokerage at the time, the family brokerage I worked for. Okay. Um, and they were just individual agents and they mm-hmm. knew that I was getting ready to start growing a team, so they kinda of raised their hand and um and they were the first two in with me. And then since then it's been through someone I knew or uh, or Instagram. Where it's like, um, hey, IG, I, know baby. I know you're growing. <laughs> I see what you're doing and you you look like someone I would I would love to learn from. Um, are you are you bringing people in? 
So that's cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's very humbling, really. It oh. is. It's really, it's very cool and exciting and anxious. Like, it makes me anxious a little bit, but exciting anxious. And how are you doing managing the team with, you know, now I know before you're probably just you. Yep. And now you've got eight, seven, 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 seven. which is a responsibility, right? Big you time. feel responsible. So Big how's time. that, how's that going? How do you, how do you, how do you like, how does that, does a day in the life of, you know, Jason look right now? Like, well, what is your day like? And it's, I'm sure it's crazy. here showing off. We, we, yeah. we're doing vlog work now. So yeah. to, to, to show off some of that stuff, yeah. you know, because I think it's really important, especially for, for agents, newer agents, but agents in my shoes who are fifth year, sixth year agents who now are going to go from an individual producer to a team leader to see how it all happens. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's why I like having Ryan around and show that kind of stuff. Um, it's different. It's, it's totally different. Thankfully, I guess, thankfully. I don't have any kids, right? So I'm married, no kids. So I have Take nothing but time. <laughs> exactly. I got a ton of time where I can I can put in 12-hour days, 15-hour days, you know what I mean? Um, and not feel guilty about it. So I'm going all in right now. So that's Smart. why I'm doing it right now. Um, it's like, like I mentioned, it's it's very – it's making me anxious to an exciting part to a certain extent um, because it's like – it's like a new adventure, right? New, new thing. Yeah, um, awesome. But at the same time, it's, um, it's keeping me honest too. Like it's every day. It's like, you know, if I've actually, and I mentioned this to someone, I've had to consider like, do I want to drink tonight? Because if I wake up hungover and I'm late to the office, what is my team going to think? You know ah, what I mean? It's accountability, taking, everybody. It's, it's built in accountability, making awesome. my decision making, uh, hopefully better. Yeah, um, no, for because sure. Because I know what's waiting for me at the office and, and the, the role model I want to be for my team. That's good. Yeah. No, I mean, honestly, that's that's remarkable because, I mean, a lot of people, that's the problem is, is like they hustle, and yeah. it's a break. They hustle, and it's a break. That's the realtor life, you know. It's the agent life, you know. I Big mean, time. so. And when you're an individual producer, if you do 20 deals a year or something like that, that's good money. Yeah. Like that's if, you know, if you break it down. That's but then so. when I have a team of six agents, I can't stop at 20. What if one of them hits 21? I don't, they can't beat me. No. I'm not going to let them beat me. And no. so like they're there motivating whether they know it or not. Whether they're actively pursuing to catch me or not, they're motivating me. Yeah, just it's like having that workout partner. It's like Correct. we're supposed to be there at the gym at five thirty, and 100%. it's like I got to show up. You got to be there. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. Yeah. How are you? So how are you generating most of your business? How are you getting it? And then, um, and then, what kind of platforms are you using? Also, I know I obviously you're using social media stuff. So, yeah. like, kind of, how are you generating your business? Is it leads? And then, are you using any? particular platforms and marketing and stuff to like, you know, build your brand and stuff like that? Totally. Um, good question. So our brand and our team alone uses Curator. So Curator is a, a web provider slash CRM slash Facebook mastermind group about how you advertise your business. Okay. Um, they're really big about creating relationships, adding value through blog posts, things like that. Um, and then being there when your client raises their hand, right? Being there to, to reap that, that farm as opposed to going out and like hunting. But along with that, and so every team member has a curator, uh, you know, a website, access okay. to my website and the CRM, which is Follow Up Boss. Sure. And we do a lot of Facebook advertising. Um, I do a lot of branded Facebook advertising where it's not necessarily like a lead ad, but it's like a vlog. And then I promote it type thing, like check out what we're doing. Um, but then now that the team has grown, that's a great question because now we're dumping a lot of money into Facebook lead ads okay. as well. Um, I've been consistently uh, Zillow spend uh, anywhere from two to three thousand dollars a month. It's again, it's not huge, but that's uh, I closed five deals from Zillow last year. Um, and then my farm, and so my farm has been my best ROI for the four years or five years that I've been farming. 
Um, I expanded it from downtown to Savita, which is where Savita's you saw me. a good farm to be in, honestly. Yeah, and then now this year, I just layered in Point Loma, Sunset Cliffs, and so oh, I'm nice. only two months into that. So okay. for the most part, it was downtown and now Savita, and um, we closed or we got four deals in Savita last year, mm-hmm. and we just listed our first one for this year up in Summit, Summit way up in Apex. Nice, congrats. Um, and so that is by far and away the best ROI, and it's where a lot of my business comes from because when you get through farming, it's listings usually. And so with listings, you can be, get more listings by holding open houses and stuff like that. But you got to get the listing first, and farming has been the best way that we do that. And then when you enter a farm, just out of curiosity, like is there a strategy when you have not been in a neighborhood at all? Yeah. You're like, it's fresh. Totally. Is there a way like you enter like strategically? Yeah, usually the, my first two farms, so Icon or downtown and then Savita happened because I had a listing in that farm, right? And okay. it's, I decided that it's somewhere I wanted to farm because I had listings all over the place, but I didn't farm those neighborhoods. So with Savita, I knew I wanted to farm, so I waited, and when I got my first listing, I knew I was going to start it. So I broke in with handwritten, just listed, just sold letters that I would send to the 300 to 500, whatever the farm is. Mm -hmm. And then um, I would start my 12-month postcard campaign from there. And then every time you get a listing in there, you do a handwritten, just listed, just sold, um, like a letter. And then you send it. And then just last year, we started layering in the digital aspect, which is what you actually mentioned is IG stories. YouTube pre-roll videos and Facebook targeted posts to that zip code. And so we get to dominate the farm both with handwritten like postcards and digitally through Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, that Gary Vee always says, like, be the digital mayor of your area. So I'm trying to be the digital mayor of all three of those zip codes now. I mean, it's, I mean, you got, you know, you're getting attention, so it's working. Yeah. And so with Point Loma, it's mentioned, it's funny you mentioned that. How did I break into it? I, I had no sales in Point Loma. I, mm-hmm. I, it's not true. I've sold stuff in Point Loma, but I had no recent like listing that I've done there. So what I did when I decided I want to expand out there is I actually reached out to another Compass agent who had a listing there. He had a $2.5 million listing, but he's from Cardiff. He doesn't farm Point Loma. Uh, and I was like, hey, man, I noticed you didn't have a video. Like, let me pay my videographer to come do a drone video, and we'll do it together where we're on the house, and it's co-marketing. It's not co-listing it. Like, you keep the commission. I'm going to pay $500 or whatever it costs to get an aerial drone video where we're in it together that I can use in my farm Smart and just as a, as a proof of recent success. You know what I mean? So that now when I go sit down at that listing appointment, I can say, hey, here's a, here's a recent uh, property I co- helped co-market because it's got my logo on it and stuff um, as my recent success in the farm. And I got to promote that to the farm through Facebook targeted Damn. posts. And See, that's questions. smart. Yeah. You just got to like, you're just like, it's, you got to stop sometime and just like think differently. 100%. Because yeah. everybody's doing like, still doing the same shit. Yeah. Like that's, still, huh? Still, still. Yep. Um, so one of the things obviously that was, uh, when I, when I checked you out was, uh, you went to agent 2021. Yeah. You and I talked about that. I did Gary's 4d, which is crazy. Yeah. 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 Um, Miami. you were speaking there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. How did that, how did, how did you get like asked to speak? And then when you did, what'd you talk about? And like, what was your takeaway from that experience? Yeah, that was cool. Um, so I got asked to speak cause I've fucking asked to speak smart that's that's the best way to say it right (laughs) so like basically when it when the when the conference came out in 2018 i i reached out i was like hey i'd love to speak at this conference i follow gary's stuff and i never heard back so then 2019 came around and i was like hey i'd love to speak at this conference then i didn't hear back for like 30 days and finally got an email they're like hey we might have a spot on this panel for you um can you send us some videos of you speaking at other stuff well, luckily, I had spoke at Inman Connect and Zillow's Premier Agent Forum. So I had two copies of me speaking on stage, sent it to them. They wrote back. They're like, hey, this looks really good. Could you do a 30-minute call with us? Did the 30-minute call, and they're in. And so they, um, the panel that I was on was about uh, working on Instagram, using influencers to generate more business. And, um, and basically, I was talking about 
an experience I had working with the broke agent who's a, a meme account in real estate. He's like 100,000 followers yeah. of almost exclusively all real estate agents. And uh, I was able to link up with him. And I'm like, hey, man, I would really want to get in front of your, your agents. You know what I mean? I want to get uh, a, a bunch of followers. I want to reach out to real estate agents across the country what can I do for you? And so I ended up buying like a bunch of his t-shirts and I did a big giveaway on my Instagram to give away his stuff. And he gave me a shout out on his Instagram story. And from that shout out, I got over 600 new followers that day. And I then you guys listening to this, this is straight influencer marketing, right? It's, it's influencer marketing. And so then what I did was I then DM'd every one of those followers and said, Hey, Mark and Boise, thanks for following. I'm Jason San Diego. Nice to meet you. Cool baseball picture. You know what? I made a connection. It wasn't, it wasn't like just templated boilerplate. It was me making a connection with every person. So you went back and spent, when you DM'd, you spent the time, put their name in everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's it, personal. I typed it. I typed it. Exactly. Wow. And so, um, you, you could just get in there type it. I mean, it's two sentences yeah. you know? and it took me probably a day or two to get back to everybody. Yeah. Um, like Sunday, just, just while you're sitting there, just nail it for an hour. Na- da- 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 my wife's watching TV. I'm just on the couch. I'm just DMing it, people, it, right? It, it's yeah. not. It doesn't take. It's not yeah. like this big thing that took yeah. away my day or anything yeah. like that. Um, but that that transaction alone led to um, three deals in my pipeline that are the two two listing appointments and one a buyer that's out getting pre qualified to come out to San Diego. So how much did you spend on the shirts? Seventy five dollars. Seventy five dollars in the shirts. S- Thirty thousand in commissions, exactly. or whatever it ends up being through Instagram influencer and Instagram. marketing. Shocker, Gary V. Shocker. Yeah, and it's so. It's, I use the broke agent because a part of my 2018 was to expand my reach nationally with other real estate agents because I see a referral option there. Um, you know, I'm in San Diego. I do like cool stuff on Instagram, so I want to see that someone in Miami. I want to make a connection, so when they have someone moving to San Diego, they think of me. Um, so that was a big part of my 2018, which is why I thought of the broke agent because he has a hundred thousand followers that are pretty much all real estate agents. So I wanted to get in front of that group, but you could do it anywhere. You could do it. I mean, Gary V would be a hard one to get a shout out from, but who's a real estate industry influencer, Sharon Shravatsa, Tom Ferry, you know what I mean? So like to a smaller scale or something like that, or you can even go local industry influencers. Who's a mom blogger in your neighborhood that would shout you out for in exchange for something. And then you get in front of their audience, you know? So... That's a good tip. So what you're saying is if somebody is on Instagram, on Facebook, and they're looking to like build their audience, mm-hmm. like you're saying is, is if you're, if you're a lady, you know, if you're a lady realtor mm-hmm. and you're going after moms mm-hmm. or whatever it is, then find the mom blogger and say, Hey, maybe she has a product. I'll go buy 20 of them, give them my friends. But will you give me a shout out that, Hey, this 100%. agent, Mary, Mary Johnson. And that's, that, that's a way, that's how you fall. So, Yes, hundred percent. And okay. and you have to be extremely genuine. Be upfront about why you're asking them for the the shout out. You know what I mean? Don't be salesy or sneaky or anything like yeah. that. I mean, that's just should be a foundational disclaimer for everything in life, right? But a lot of people don't. Uh, yeah. But exactly. And like, don't try to sneak it in. Like, it just be like, hey, this. You know, he's a, a supporter of the show. He bought us a bunch of things to give him a shout out. Check him out. You know what I mean? They don't have to go because it has to be in their own voice too. Like, you can't make them. You know, someone who's like a mom blogger then put like this very business post up. It needs to be in their mom blog voice or whatever their voice is if they're a local coffee shop who's the who's the local coffee shop in your little neighborhood that you farm go in interview the homeowner or the business owner talk to him about how he got started his origin story and then put it on facebook and then he'll share it on his facebook because it's a cool video that you did and then you're going to be in front of his audience you know what i mean yeah yeah and honestly like one of the reasons monty knows why we started this is i get to interview a lot of cool people Mm -hmm. but i'm also 
you're going to take this video and you're going to put it to your audience. Correct. So that's I tell people. I'm like, it's simple. If I interview 50 people this year, mm-hmm. and let's say they have a thousand people, yep. that's 50,000 people that people get to see me. Totally. I'm not advertising. I'm not pushing. I'm not salesy. But they might look like five people might look at me and go, "What does this guy do?" Totally. And it's simple. Totally. It's so simple. It's just, but you got to put the time, the effort in, and it is. As you know, when you're vlogging and doing this, it's time. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be the broke agent with 125,000 no. followers. It can be a good person with 250 followers that care about that person because they post something you get 250 likes they correct. get 200 comments correct that's that's what i'm saying you see someone with really good engagement and that's how you can kind of tell too is the engagement levels that's what really matters more yeah. so than like the follower count and stuff that's like that. when i was in uh, gary's 40 that's the one thing i learned is he said when he did this budweiser thing he told budweiser let's we're gonna go hire i think they hired God, a thousand influencers, mm-hmm. and they strategically went to colleges. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, what are you going for a million? He goes, no, a million doesn't mean do you see their engagement. He goes, I want the guy in college has three thousand followers, mm-hmm. and he does a beer bong, and he gets two thousand likes. Yep. And totally. he goes, they did this ad, they got more ROI, and Budweiser called him and said, okay, do what you want to do. Yep, totally. You were trying to make Budweiser cool. Correct. Nobody drinks that crap. But totally. Now you go put a hundred cans in front of a freaking. <laughs> sorority yeah. fraternity 100% and you re- just record that's what, what happens did. he goes here's $100 $100 for influence and that's, and that's how this thing blew up yeah like, can you imagine like the, the uh, if you went to San Diego State when you were in your the frat uh, I'm talking to my videographer yeah right now. if you were in the frat and you just uh, and Budweiser came in and gave you like a keg and said just, we're just here's gonna, $100 and a keg we're just gonna film what party happens and film it and put it like, on like dude of course you would. <laughs> no, but like so people go, it's a hundred bucks when you're broke in college. A hundred dollars is a yeah. hundred dollars. That's so much content. If you just yeah. do that, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to it's be. So, so everybody's exactly. trying to go like, I need to get Gary. No, you don't. No, you, you don't. don't. And not you're not going to get Gary because he's too busy. So, and yeah, even totally. if you get him, you're not going to get the, you're just not going to get what you want out of it. Totally. You're really not. Yep. Um, so you're obviously having success. And I always ask this question to agents that are doing well. Yeah. What in the hell are agents missing like that you see? And why, why do you think the average agent or like 90% of agents or whatever um, are struggling? What do you think like the key ingredients is like somebody that's having success and somebody that's like this industry sucks. I can't make any money here, you know? Yeah, I mean I think when you have someone who's in the industry saying this industry sucks, like I just think they're probably not working hard enough is, is – that's my guess. Is the, the, And again, I mean I can work – Today, I you know, there's a lot of busy work today that I probably like. I yesterday I doubled down on making my contacts, call my clients because I knew today was going to be doing some podcast interviews, stuff like that. And so, but so you could fill your day with busy work, but they're, those guys probably aren't working hard enough, is my guess. Um, they're not in the right environment. They're not in a competitive environment. They're not. Um, you know, making themselves better. They're not reading Inman. They're not reading Gary Vee. They're not reading Grant Cardone. They're not, you know what I mean? They're not really putting their craft, their, their mind in their craft. Um, and my, my real assumption, and I'd have to take a look at it, they're probably not using social media correctly. Um, Cause in 2019, if you know how to use social media, Facebook and Instagram, not to sell shit, but to show who you are, right? Just to open the door, be transparent, show the grind document, right? What is it? Gary Vee document. Don't create. Like, don't sit there and, like, put out, oh, I'm at an open house, da-da-da, but show, like, your, the struggle of setting up the open house. Something like that, you'll win eventually with your sphere and then, and then expand from there. That's, yeah. I think that is probably the big – and then, again, I don't know. Like, I don't know every agent and why they're struggling, but that's my guess. Yeah. yeah. Are you doing a lot of um, – so when you're not in the office, are you spending, you know, how many 
how many hours or whatever you know a week are you spending on like learning stuff and like educating and improving stuff i mean i i read every morning right so like for the most part i read inman every morning I, I i have a very good take on the macro of it all so like i know why keller williams ceo just came back in and i know why you know what i mean like I, whereas a lot of people i think they're just really really focused on hey i gotta make five calls today and they don't they don't understand why redfin's taking their business you know what i mean because but i try to learn a lot about the macro of the business okay um i do that every morning for the most part honestly it's when i'm going to like bathroom or something you know what i mean like yeah, wake yeah, up in the morning yeah. i just yeah. read about inman yeah. i read uh i read uh, housing wire stuff like that and just try to, to try to brush up and then um we we have a coach so we have uh, we hired Steve Scholl, who's a performance coach. Uh, he's played oh, yeah. for the Dolphins. He's like okay. the compass coach. Like he does uh, all of Beverly Hills, like L.A., Malibu, and then a few people down in San Diego. Wow. I'm probably his lowest guy. Like when it comes to his I think top told me producers, the last time we were, yeah. yeah, he uh, he coaches a lot of top 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 producers. Um, so we have an eight o'clock call with him every day, an accountability call, and then there's a five thirty role play call where we it's like, hey, this happened today at my listing appointment. I had this objection. How would you handle it? So every day we have two thirty minute calls, um, and they're listen in only calls, so you don't have to speak. It's just I have my team listen in. Um, but so every day we're getting some sort of like motivation mindset right, and then we're having some sort of role play practice if we need it. Um, if not, just don't get on the call. Like you don't, it's not you don't have to. Um, but then those two things combine along with my one-on-one coaching on Monday and then my own, I, I read, you know what I mean? Like Inman and housing wire to yeah. make sure on the macro level. Why do you, how do you, why do you think those guys at the top, like that are killing it? What do you think? You think it's just, they're just getting more attention than the average yeah, agent. That's it. That's it. That's it. It's a, it's an attention game. We talked about this yep. a little bit before the cameras were rolling. Yep. I think it's, it's purely an attention game. Um, you know, what's funny is that some of the guys that you, some of the guys that you think are doing the best, they aren't. If you look at the numbers, like there may be, you're like, that is the number one guy in San Diego. Really, he's number 22. It's just he looks like he's the number one guy because he's of the attention he has and what he's putting out on social media. Um, they're winning the social media game through putting out good content. Um, and very consistent. And consistency. Yeah, exactly. Like um, I remember this one guy, I won't name his, he was about a year ago, he put out this awesome video, his drone video with actors and stuff like that. And I haven't seen anything from him since. You know what I mean? I'm okay. like, dude, like consistency. Where are you at? Like you, you were up on the stage at that point, and then you just didn't carry it on. Whereas um, Kyle Whistle, Seth O'Byrne, some of the biggest names in the yeah. industry, they're not only good at what they do, but they're consistent. Yeah, I mean, they're and they're working their ass off to do. And all they, stuff. And it's they work crazy. Hard, you know what I mean? Stuff. Yeah, exactly. And so Seth, yeah. like, and I don't. This could be wrong, like latin to some of these people right because if they don't know who i'm talking about but, yeah but seth does these ten thousand dollar videos with actors and stuff exactly. like that so seth throws money at it but he then promotes it all week and he's really good at what he does whereas kyle kyle does like market update videos in front of a green screen for free with an iphone you know what i mean but he's consistent he does them every month yeah. he does his east county eats which is a couple hundred dollar production value but it's every month gets thousands and thousands and thousands of views because he's consistent with it doesn't there's no right or wrong way just be consistent and put out good content that's it so let's do some uh let's, we'll do a couple rapid fire questions here so what are a few uh what are a few changes a real estate agent could do to grow their business as soon as possible like quickly just if they're in a rut like what do you suggest like two, one or two things uh money is an issue or money's not an issue uh either or money's not an issue just buy buy, buy zillow leads Okay. I mean, that's the fastest way you can get leads, right? Those are those are leads, right? Put money back in your business. Put money right. back in your business, yeah. But that's the and and Compass would even hate that I say that because they're like very much like, hey, don't <laughs> don't be don't be reliant on Zillow. But now I'm just talking to you from the Jason Cassidy like it gets hey, momentum, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got um you've got fifty grand and you need business. You just spend five grand a month on Zillow for ten months. You're going to have a shit ton of leads. Um, no money the issue. Do open houses. 
If you, so if money is the issues, we call it uh, sweat equity. If you don't have the money, open houses. Um, there was an agent, I can't remember who it was, but he was basically like, look, early in my career, I was broke and my mentor told me, do 30 open houses in 30 days and you won't be broke at the end. And he did it and he ended up with like four or five deals in his pipe and that was it. You know what I mean? Even if you only meet one or two people, if you do 30 open houses, that's 60 people at the end of the month. Now you've got some traction. Then you can parlay that into Zillow leads that's, or whatever. That's, but that's, that's good it's free. advice. I mean, it's, it's free it's, and yeah, people yeah. are walking in your house with the intent to look at houses. You know what I mean? Or whether it be a neighbor or someone who's looking. They don't walk in because they're just like bored. They walked in because they're out looking at houses. So if you do 30 open houses in 30 days for free, you'll have clients at the end of that. What is uh, What are the, some of the important questions a seller should ask an agent at a listing appointment? If I'm uh, a seller and I'm, you're, and I'm yeah. interviewing you, what should I ask you? How many houses have you sold? Um, and if they're really shrewd, a good, a good, a good agent <laughs> will go. be like, well, Compass has sold this. You okay. know what I mean? So, you gotta, okay. so if you're the seller, I'm taking off my agent hat. If you're the seller, you got to say how many houses have you specifically sold? Because there's a transactional, um, I, we call it transactional equity. Like you don't learn until you hit about 50 deals in that you've specifically done. You just don't know everything. You know what I mean? And even I've done a hundred deals. I don't know everything, yeah. but I'm just saying I'm I agree. much more apt to see a curveball coming than someone who's done 10 deals. So don't just say, how many deals have you done in my zip code? I think that's actually a really bad way as a seller to say, I only want the local guy because it's pretty, pretty rare that someone comes local. You know what I mean? Like Savita, you can't say I've done, I mean, there's only so many. Correct. And there's only so many sales in a zip code. And if Savita, like most people don't, I mean, some people do move up, but a lot of people move in from out of Savita. So it's like, okay, so I have the most Savita sales. I want I want a guy who's done the most sales because he's seen all the curveballs that are going to happen. And then, um, so I would say, don't get caught up as a seller on the local sales. Get someone who's a lot of sales, um, period, because they've seen they've seen more. They've just seen more. You know what Experience. I mean? If you've done seven deals in Savita and I've done five deals in Savita, but I've done a hundred deals and you've done seven. Why are you know you you're just, more experienced? I'm more experienced, yeah. exactly. And that's what you want, correct? And that's what that's what I would say. Now that's that good. again, I as a I've overcome that as the new agent, and I've said my team, my brokerage, this, this, and this. Um, but as a seller, now that's you got to ask that question. Yeah, you, and and it's not everything. Again, um, I would also ask to see the marketing plan. I would see how they're incorporating social media into their marketing plan because um, that's a big thing. That's a big deal. What should an um, agent ask a seller? Um, what do you expect from me? What are the expectations? Set clear expectations up front because you need to price accordingly. Like if, if you say, Hey, what, what do you expect from me? Do you expect this to sell in two weeks? Do you expect this to sell in 60 days? Do you expect this to sell in 90 days? What's your price? You know what I mean? Like you need to hash all that out ahead of time. Don't be afraid to ask that out because if you take the, if you don't really know that he's trying to sell in, in, you know, two weeks or less and then you, you, but you listen to him and you price it high and it's not going to sell in two weeks, he's going to be upset with you toward the end. So I would say, you know, I would obviously say, what is the real motivation for selling? What do, what do you expect from me? So that way you can price accordingly. That's a big thing. And then what do you, for uh, somebody selling their house, what are the top, what are the tip, top tips when you're coming in and you're going to list somebody's house? What are the things you're going to focus on so you can get the top dollar and it looks the most presentable? Um, I mean, if they're living in it, it's got to be cleaned up. That's uh, easy, right? Um, I would make little, you know, suggestions about paint stuff like that um you know if it's if it just if it doesn't show well you know what i mean obviously you have to declutter make sure to declutter all the personal stuff out if it shows well you got to get professional photography in there right away and then everything else can kind of branch off from there but i would say that that's probably the most important thing is how does it show how does it show for pictures 
You know what I mean? Can you get it ready? Because that's everything. Yeah. Because when you take your photos, you put it up on Zillow and the MLS and Redfin. That's where every client starts is online. Zillow, Redfin, Everybody. or the MLS. 95. So, exactly. Yeah. So like, you have to – your first impression that – you know, never get a second chance at a first impression. That first impression are your pictures. So you have to make sure your pictures are perfect. And yeah. so um, – that being said, you hire a professional photographer who understands how to lighten stuff up. Good job. Yeah, exactly. And then secondarily, if the client has stuff that you see being an issue, declutter it out and just yeah. make sure it's ready for photos. Okay. Um, what markets are you focusing right now in San Diego? Uh, my team works uh, – our office is in downtown. Okay. I personally farm in downtown Savita, Point Loma slash Sunset Cliffs, okay. and a little bit in North Park. Um, but my team works downtown Metro and up the coast to Carlsbad. So we don't – I, I'll never say we don't do anything. I don't know much about east of the 15 stuff. Um, I just I, I, I don't know much about Lakeside El Cajon. It's not my hood. I just don't know. Um, and then up to about Carlsbad um, is where we'll go. I don't. We don't go up to Oceanside or, okay. or up the 15 corridor very much. And then as far as partner, when I say partners, title, escrow, lender, mm-hmm. videographer, mm-hmm. you know, if you have to get an appraiser, what are you looking for in a partner? Um, Basically, someone who's there, uh, who's, you know, uh, I don't, it's one of those funny things. I don't need much. You know, I yeah. feel we're pretty self sufficient. Um, I, I basically need someone who knows what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Because what happens is when I refer them to my client to them, yeah. that's now an extension of me. And so if, they, if, they, if they're not professional and they don't know what they're talking about, that makes me look bad. Okay. But I wouldn't pick partners that weren't professional. Yeah, you know what course. I mean? So it's yeah. pretty easy. I don't need much. I know a lot of lenders as they start to grow, actually, like lender wise, we have lenders that we partner with that do MSA or like co-marketing stuff yeah. that helps. I know a lot of the big, big teams have title and escrow companies that help offset costs for client parties and stuff. Um, I'm not there yet. To me, it's really just like know what you're talking about and, and be professional and handle handle your business when I refer a client over. Yeah. To you. Don't don't fumble the ball that I give yeah. you, you know, um, if you had to go back. Five and a half years, six years, mm-hmm. and you're going to sit here and have a conversation with yourself, uh-huh. and you're going to get into real estate and what you know now. Like what, right when I'm starting out? Yeah. What would that conversation be like? What would you tell yourself? I'd be like, Jason, get rid of the fucking ego because I, I, I have a big ego. And I think that was uh, one of the biggest uh, cons to my start. It, it probably set me back about two years in the sense of making money um, because one of the best advices or the best advice I can give to a new agent is to – Go find, type in your zip code, whatever area you want to work in, go look up on Zillow, just look at most sales and find the best team in your area and go work for them. That's what I say too. 100%. Now, I mean, I I would say for free, just get under their umbrella. Go be their bitch. Sorry, but- 100%, go be an intern there because it doesn't matter if XYZ brokerage is going to give you 100% split. 100% of nothing is still nothing, nothing, right? And so it's like, go intern or take a 20. 80 split where you only keep 20 to go work under the best person in your area because they're there for a reason, right? And you want to get there. You need to learn from them. Maybe go interview the top three teams in your area and see who you vibe with the most. Um, because again, I was, uh, I got in and I worked under a mentor, but I was, you know, got a 70, 30 split or 64. I can't remember what it was, but I only did three deals my first year. So it's like, I didn't, I was eating top ramen for two years <laughs> because I had too much ego to go get on a team. You know what I mean? And so that was probably looking back and my advice for new agents is to go get on a team. Forget the ego. Forget the split. Do not – almost don't even it's ask about It's not even about, about the money. It's about the learning, the knowledge, 100%. experience. Do yeah. not the worry confidence. about your split in your first two years. Don't even don't even worry. Almost give it up. If you have a chance to go intern for Kyle Whistle or Seth O'Byrne or like these top, top producers, Greg Newman, like whoever the top yeah. in your area is, go do that instead. Yeah. Smart. Yep. Um, so wrap up. So what's, you know, what's next for Jason and then how can people find you? 
Uh, man, we're just growing the team. So I guess I said we added our seventh person today. Um, I don't know, you know, how many more people are we're next. So we're just trying to now hit 100 deals this year. That's that's our goal. So, uh, yeah, we're lined up. We just uh, moved offices. So we got our own office downtown and um, across the street from the ballpark, uh, which is where we live in the East Village. Where I You're live. in the WeWork building? No. So Compass has about half a floor at WeWork okay. um, for everybody south of La Jolla. It's a shared office, though. It's a WeWork. It's a big open office. And yeah. so I brought my team of seven down to the TR office, which is where Underground Elephant is. Oh, cool. Okay. And we're on the yeah. second floor. Nice. Um, and because I wanted a space where we could be together. Okay. And so the eight of us are together, seven of us are together, um, working out of there. And our, our new goal is 100 deals this year. And so that's that's it, laser-focused. Um, nice. Yeah, we just did a sponsorship with the Padres this year. Um, we got some bike share uh, stuff this year. So we're going to have some billboards around downtown. But really, we're starting to double down and grow what, what I've, what's already worked. Um, you know, farming, Zillow spend, Facebook leads, and uh, and and getting all my all the team members up to par too. That's that's my 2019 right there. Cool. And yep. where can uh, where's the best place to find you? Uh, online. I mean, honestly, my name is C A S S I T Y, Jason Cassity, and not D Y. Cassity. Um, exactly. Instagram is Jason underscore Cassity, and the reason I say that is because there's a country singer that's Jason Cassidy. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like <laughs> I saw fighting, that. I I'm saw fighting that. with him for like Google oh, rankings, so you can't even like Google it because if you Google Google it, yeah. it goes, did you mean Jason Cassidy? Yeah. Um, but if you go to Instagram, you could probably, that's a quarterback from there. You can probably find everything else from there. But that's where I, that I, I marketing wise, I go Instagram first um, yeah. on everything. So Jason Ca- underscore Cassidy. Yeah. That's it. Cool. Yeah. Well, everybody, that's Jason Cassidy with Compass Real Estate. Thanks for coming by, brother. Appreciate it. Bingo. Hopefully you guys got some knowledge and learned something if you're a new agent. Yeah. I don't think I was get, looking at the Get rid of your ego. Time. Spend some money. And get some shit done. That's <laughs> so easy. Right? <laughs> it's just so easy. This podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.